1: Welcome to another episode of the Music City Audible podcast presented by the Pharmacy Burger Parlor in Beer Garden in partnership with 440 Sports and Broadway Sports Media. I'm Justin Graver and joining me as always is Justin Mello and man it's getting harder and harder to do these recap episodes the the more times we are with Titans first three game losing streak since 2018 Mike Vrabel's first season Justin temperature check how you doing?
0: Not fun to be in Tennessee right now, right? To be in Nashville, to be a Titans fan. As you, you mean, you said a three-game losing streak. This is the ugliest of the three, potentially. I, I mean, I guess it would be pretty close with the Eagles one. But when you take opponent into account, this one's much worse, right? L- losing to Jacksonville in this fashion uh, as compared to losing to Philadelphia. So this thing got fairly ugly by, uh, in the third quarter, once again, just like the Eagles game did. And uh, they're 7-6 and six now. They're on a three-game losing streak. Mike Vrabel's talked about the crossroads. It looks like they may have decided which side of the track they're on, and its uh, I, th- I think all hands are, are on deck for the rest of the season here.
1: Yeah, no kidding. The Titans have made a couple roster moves. They released Ola Dainey and Joe Shobert on Monday, which is interesting because we were high on Ola Dainey, but he hasn't been productive at all this season, been banged up a lot. Joe Schobert, maybe that means they'll get, they'll get Zach Cunningham back at some point before the next game, but... I mean, things are bleak right now with the injury situation, the general manager being fired, two straight Titans games that are pretty much over before the fourth quarter even starts. How about that moment in this game, which, I mean, there's a a few maybe pivotal defining moments, but I think the funniest one was when the Titans get a fourth down stop. Jacksonville is just across midfield, goes for it on fourth down, does not convert. Titans get the ball back, still down three touchdowns with a big deficit to overcome. And Andrew Catalan, who was announcing this game, says, could that be the spark the Titans need to get something going? And immediately the next play is a weird botched trick play where they're supposed to fake botching the snap, but Derrick Henry actually botched the snap and fumbles the ball and the Jags take over and go down and score again. I mean... Pretty pathetic showing for a game that the Titans absolutely dominated the first quarter. They had like 120-yard advantage in the first quarter and then cratered into an unrecognizable ball of, of nonsense and let the Jags do whatever they wanted. It was crazy because it felt like the Titans not only cratered on offense and failed to get anything going for the rest of the game outside of a garbage time drive at the end, they also failed to get stops on defense going forward. It's just like a complete implosion uh, across the board for the whole team.
0: Yeah, I think my thoughts are fairly simple. I mean, number 1, you can't turn over the ball four times on offense, right? I think that goes without saying. Uh and that, I mean that box snap, that thing, it, all you could do at that point was laugh, right? The game was already pretty out of hand. That had it. It was one of those moments where you're like, "Well, how much worse can it get?" And then you see that ridiculousness and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I guess it can get worse," right? That was sort of um how I felt. My my thoughts on this team right now are fairly simple. Um they're not a good offense. They haven't been a good offense all year. Uh, the bigger issue right now is they're no longer a good defense, right? And that's a result of injury, right? They didn't have Christian Fulton in this game. They didn't have David Long in this game. They didn't have Elijah Molden. They didn't have Zach Cunningham. Uh, they still don't have Dina Kawatri. They didn't have Trey Avery, who probably would have started opposite, uh, 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 opposite Roger McCurry, right on the boundary, replacing Fulton. So... This is just a full blown disaster, right? They're not good on defense. They're not good on offense. And again, I want to reiterate, they're not good on defense right now because of the injuries like that defense that you're watching right now isn't the real version of the Titans defense, right? Uh, How come they're giving up so many things in the passing game all of a sudden? Well, it's because you got to play guys like Dylan Cole, Joe Schulbert, and Monty Rice at linebacker and the middle of the field is totally susceptible right. To those quick shallow, to those crossers and everything, just those quick hitters across the middle uh, that are getting open routinely, right. For opposing offenses at corner, they're not good enough with Roger McCreary still taking his bumps and bruises with Terrence Mitchell uh, on the other side of him, Trey Avery and Christian Fulton out, as mentioned, there's no pass rush to speak of, right. Cause uh, uh, Jeffrey Simmons is still hampered by that ankle injury and Dina Kawatri is still out of the lineup. So, They've got issues at every level of the defense right now, right? And the majority of them are injury-related. And defense has been carrying this team throughout the entire season, right? That's nothing new. So they can no longer carry them because of personnel-related issues. And that just makes them a a really, really bad football team, in all honesty.
1: Yeah, I got a tweet for you here on Bud Dupree, courtesy of Tic Tac Titans. And uh, he, got, he got these numbers from PFF. Bud Dupree in week 14, 59 snaps, one pressure, zero QB hits, zero sacks, four tackles, two missed tackles, 45.3 overall PFF grade. This guy is eating salary cap, not producing. He's useless without other guys on the defensive line to like help take attention away. Bud Dupree's a great cleanup artist. In order to clean up, you need somebody else to get the quarterback to get off their spot so that you have something to clean up, right? You need coverage to hold up so that you have something to clean up. And with Christian Fulton out, with those linebackers out, coverage doesn't hold up. Pressure doesn't get home. Jeffrey Simmons, we saw him go down on the field and hold his ankle in this game. He only missed a few snaps. He came back out there. But at this point, you said it last week, Like, what's the point of him toughing out this ankle injury if it's not healing And he's not productive and he's not the Jeffrey Simmons that you need in the middle of that defensive line. Just take a few weeks off and get back to the being the guy that you can be so you can actually make a difference on this defense. No Danico Autry, Bud Dupree is the only guy that that has any pass rushing ability and he doesn't appear to have it right now. So the defense is just falling apart completely. Trevor Lawrence was dicing up this defense. Evan Ingram had a career day. Trevor Lawrence had a career high, 368 passing yards. He had three passing touchdowns and he ran in a touchdown. Titans defense is so shell-shocked. And then the offense has been terrible. I mean, Traylon Burks was so good for like a one drive against the Eagles and then gets knocked out of the game. Doesn't play in this game. You could tell how much the Titans offense missed him in the second, third, and fourth quarters. Because again, that first quarter super productive. They go down, they get two touchdowns. Derrick Henry has 96 yards in the first quarter. Derrick Henry had three rushing yards in the second half. He had three carries in the second half. What's the deal with it? The- I mean, I know you're down by three touchdowns, but like, when you have no Traylon Burks and you have no other playmakers on offense, and Derrick Henry is your only good player on offense right now, besides maybe Ryan Tannehill, you've got to give him the ball even when you're down by three scores. But at the end of the day, I don't even know how much we can really critique about this game because it feels like it was just a failure across the board. It's not like there's one moment we can break down and say this changed the game. It's just like, don't turn the ball over and get more stops on defense. Like, I don't know what else to say. They looked, they looked horrible.
0: And the turnovers were, were were pretty terrible as well, right? Some of them were fluky, right? Like the the Derrick Henry one near the sideline was so strange, right? Look, credit—I think it was Shaquille Quarterman got a good hit on the ball. His helmet, I believe, is what lodged the football loose. But then it kind of it pops out near the sideline. Uh, was it was it Trayvon Walker or Josh Allen, whoever? Josh it was, Allen kind of Just- trapped it it just popped right into his arms as he's standing on the edge of
1: the sideline. Like how fluky and but lucky is his that? Arms
0: weren't, he, weren't his arms like near his knee. Like, it was, I don't even think he trapped it near his midsection, his chest. It was low, right? It was like lower to his body. And then his foot was just barely in bounds, right? He got, he got quite lucky that he hadn't stepped out of bounds already. That was a weird one. The, the one we talked about at the end, that um, no excuse. That's just poor execution. What a, a, another terrible play call from Todd Downing. And it, it it, it, it again it perfectly encompasses how bad they are right now on that side of the ball and how bad they've been it was laugh, it was a laughably bad turnover it was a strange looking play Derrick Henry botches the snap looked like he was gonna fall on it but then it looked like he tried to he was get, to make a play out of it and that's what ultimately forced him to lose it like just all around really bad football from this team the yeah, Tannehill man. interception was another yeah. weird one right like It looked like uh, he was trying to get it out quick. I think it was targeting Nick Westbrook-Akine, I believe, who's not even looking up at the the quarterback. Probably should have already been ready for the ball at that point, but some sort of miscommunication between the two of them. Perhaps he hadn't reached his spot yet, and that's why he wasn't looking up. But um, again, just really, really bad play all around.
1: Really hard to win a football game when you lose the turnover battle four to zero, and you can't get stops on defense. And it could have been a fifth turnover. They had a punt that went off Josh Thompson's foot that Robert Woods and Thompson together yeah. sort of batted out of bounds, which is like barely even legal if you have to be batting it the right direction for it to that to even be legal. And they they managed to do it without a penalty and maintaining possession. But by then it didn't even matter. If the Jags had recovered that ball or the Titans maintain possession, it didn't matter. The game was well over by that point. This game reminded me of last year against the Texans when Tannehill threw three interceptions, and they were some of them were kind of fluky when it was like, oh, did Des Fitzpatrick run the wrong route, or does Tannehill just suck? And it's like, it does, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's a bad interception. That's sort of how I feel about the Nick Westbrook play. It was like, I don't think it's on Tannehill, but the offense just being out of sync kind of speaks to the larger issues that this team is experiencing right now. I want to ask you, like I don't really have a whole lot to say about this game. Honestly, like this is going to be a short recap because it was just miserable to watch. Like from second quarter on it was miserable to watch. The first quarter I was like, what were we so worried about going into this game? The Titans are going to dominate. That Derrick Henry has 96 yards in the first quarter. And then it all fell apart. But do you think there's any like do you think there's any credence to the idea that maybe this team was going through something this week? Vi- vibes in the building just being bad after firing John Robinson uh, in the middle of the season. Do you think that that had any impact on their performance in this game, or was it just a totally random fluky meltdown that the Titans experienced?
0: I I don't know that it's either, to be honest, because I think they're a bad football team right now, in all honesty. So uh, I I think the turnovers were certainly a bit fluky, and that's obviously not something that's going to happen every week. But um, to me, I, I look at the defensive side of the ball, right? And that's the main issue I have because that is the unit that's been carrying this team through this schedule. That is the unit that had them 7-3 a couple of weeks ago, right? So with all these injuries um, on that side of the ball, I, I think this is who they are. Again, certainly, you, you know, they're not bad enough to turn it over four times every week, right? Nobody is, really. Uh, that's why you don't see teams turn it over four times a week or have an average, right, of four turnovers per week. So that, I think, had some flukiness involved. But uh, they certainly missed Traylon Burks uh, in this lineup. That uh, They're short on weapons. The offensive line continues to not play great. Yes, it was a better Derrick Henry game, but you still saw a lot of issues in pass protection. You still saw Dennis Daly play terribly. Uh, you, you saw Ryan Tannehill under duress. He took some sacks, took some hits. So ultimately, uh, just... I don't. I, I guess I just keep repeating myself, but I'll just say I, I don't think it was necessarily to do with John Robinson being fired, and I also don't think it was like some crazy fluke. Yeah, some of the turnovers obviously went the wrong way for them, but uh, the most important thing is it's, it's, it's a third game of a three-game losing streak, right? And they've been blown out in back-to-back games, so I'm going to stop a little short of calling it fluky. I, I think they're playing bad football right now.
1: They are playing bad football right now. They got to get healthy. They got to survive until they can get some of these key pieces back. But that's also some of the roster construction issues. When your entire offensive productivity hinges on one rookie receiver being available, that is poor roster construction it's one thing if you have a bad offensive line but you have some good skill position players to like get the ball out too or if you have a good offensive line but your skill position players are subpar at least your quarterback can have time to find somebody to get open the titans have bad both they are terrible offensive line and they have no playmakers on the outside it's a horrible combination like yeah the Bengals went to the super bowl last year with a terrible offensive line because they have three elite wide receivers and a good playmaking tight end the titans don't have one good receiver on the field, if Traylon Burks is out, Robert Woods made a couple plays in this game, and he's been invisible most of the year. Austin Hooper, he, I mean, I could rinse and repeat that sentence for Austin Hooper. It's really like Derrick Henry, and that's it. And the entire defense knows to key on Derrick Henry because he's the only guy that can make a play. And I want to give some credit to Ryan Tannehill for like playing with this offense behind this offensive line where he has so little time to throw and such poor weapons on the outside. The fact that he's moving the ball at all, is honestly impressive. And, and, uh, I think that Titans fans don't really know what they have in Ryan Tannehill because of how bad everything else is. It's hard to see what he's doing in this, you know, terrible situation. But I think that we should, uh, appreciate his play a little more than we are. I don't have anything else to say about this game. I think we should flush it and move on. But, uh, you want to wrap up with any final thoughts before we get out of here?
0: Yeah, one thing I do want to add that we 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 didn't really touch on and glossed over is how often is it or throughout his career that the Titans have gotten 120 yards out of Derrick Henry. He averages 7.1 yards per carry. He scores a touchdown. He has a 50-yard run, and uh, they lose by 14 points to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right, like that's their recipe for winning. Right, it's we talked about how. We talked a lot about it, the streak Derrick Henry's on. What was it? Four straight games held under 100 yards, averaging three yards a carry. These bare fronts, these aggressive run blitzes, they haven't been able to figure out. Well, they get him at seven yards a carry. It, well, somewhat inflated by the 50-yard rush. But some, I also hate when people say that because he had a 50-yard rush, right? Like Inflated or not, like he, he had a 50-yard rush. He runs for 120 yards. He's got a touchdown not very often you're going to get performances like that and then lose by 14 points when you're the Titans and it's so ironic that we've talked about the meeting to sort through all that and get it right and get Derrick Henry going and they finally do get him going to the tune of what we expected and what we hoped for and they still get blown out by 14 by the Jaguars allow a season high, I guess 36 I guess not no, not a season high because the Bills I think topped 40 in week 2. But they scored more than the Eagles did, right? 35 last week, 36 this week to the Jags. So really ironic that all that sort of went right for them, but then they turn it over four times on offense. They can't stop a nosebleed on defense, and they end up losing 36-22 to Jacksonville, which, by the way, it was their first time in a decade beating Tennessee in Tennessee.
1: Right. First time since 2013 that the Jags win in Nashville. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, what else can you say? Derrick Henry gets going, but it doesn't matter. A 14-point loss, you say? I mean, it was like, sure, that's what the final score was, but that touchdown that the Titans scored in the fourth quarter was like were the Jags even trying at that point? Yeah. You could have called this a twenty-two point game, You're right? And the Titans had a chance to like make it's a of miraculous. That. Yeah, it was even worse than fourteen. They had a chance to make a miraculous comeback and overcome the fourteen points, but they failed to convert on fourth, fourth, and what eighteen in the red zone after a horrible sack given up again by Dennis Daly. Josh Allen get, finally got a sack. He has like four sacks in the whole year, um, and he finally got one against the Titans there, but. Anyway, feel like I'm rambling a bit. I think we should wrap up this episode and say goodbye to you. So thank you all for listening um, on a miserable Titans week. I know it can't be easy to turn this podcast on, so we appreciate you. Thanks to the Pharmacy Burger Parlor and Beer Garden. Make sure you stop by, drown out your sadness, and tell them the Music City Audible sent you. And also check out broadwaysportsmedia.com. Tons of great pieces on the disaster that is the Tennessee Titans right now. So if, like... That is your thing. We have a lot up for you. You're going to want to become a Broadway Insider to read it all, but there's some great stuff there.
0: Yeah, become a Broadway Insider today. It's $6.99 a month. You could use the code INSIDER to get your first month for just 99 cents or use the code annual uh, for a total of $49.99 for your first year. Lots of great uh, benefits to becoming a Broadway Insider. We've got the Mike Herndon show uh, behind the paywall. That's a weekly video show going out every week with your favorite Mike Miracles, Mike Herndon. That's obviously a big perk to becoming a Broadway Insider. You get early access to some of the podcasts. uh, A lot of written content behind that paywall. Whether that written content comes from me, it comes from Zach at uh, Pod. Uh, It's coming from Easton. There's a lot of content coming your way if you're a broadway insider become an insider today you won't regret it
1: and also check out all the podcasts and other content broadway source media has to offer follow justin on twitter at JustinM_NFL. underscore nfl i am at titans film room we will be back later this week with a great guest to preview the game in la titans at chargers i'll be going to that one so hopefully the titans can get me a christmas win even though it's not on christmas but you know like a christmas present type of win um and we'll be back then to preview that game so until then you guys stay safe And tighten up.
0: A Broadway Sports Media Production.